Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. We have a very interesting show today, and I really resonated with this author just in reading her story because so much of it is very similar and very much the reason that I do a lot uh, through 1111 Magazine and 1111 Talk Radio that I do. As a child, I was exposed to a lot of different religions, a lot of different peoples of faith, and was always taught to be very, very open. And the journey of the soul is one in which we discover and learn and get to discover ourselves and why our soul and our presence is really here. I'd like to introduce a wonderful book and an amazing woman who has gone through and committed herself to her own journey. And in doing so, is going to help change minds and hearts and the perspectives, particularly on Islam, that is being conjured up so much by the media that we need to look at and really decide within our own hearts, is this what we want to view other people as, other faiths as, or do we want to expand the mind and expand the heart? I'd like to read a passage from the beginning of the book. I was born as a mystery within a mystery, descending to this earth and manifesting here for a reason known only to the one who created me and sent me here. The mystery of where I came from and why exactly I came here is a divine mystery. This is a mystery that all created beings share. We as souls, emanating from the light of our Creator, have the capacity for anything only because He has the capacity to do everything, and He created us for a reason. As much as Shakespeare and Michelangelo and Beethoven had a reason and a purpose, a mission to fulfill a unique song to sing, so do each of us. The title of the book is Journey Through Ten Thousand Veils, The Alchemy of Transformation on the Sufi Path. And the author is Sheikha Mariam Kabir Fayeh, and I'd like to welcome you to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you so much. My pleasure and my joy to be here with you. Well, I think it's really a wonderful conversation to have because for a lot of people, the word Islam conjures up truly images of violence or suicide bombings or holy war. But that's not really the essence of what that religion is about. And I think that it is important to have this discussion because fear is really what can take control of people, and not necessarily the actions of others, but the fear. And that is the true illusion, is that we have to sometimes see through 
what um, the fanaticists in many different religions can do, and that can be anything from the Muslim tradition to the Christian tradition to the Hindu tradition. There are going to be extremes, and there are going to be other interpretations. So I'm very much looking forward to exploring this story and allowing people's own hearts to open up to perhaps a different side than they may have been exposed to through the media. Yes. God willing, inshallah. So tell me, first of all, in in going through your own journey, uh, there were a lot of different faiths that you were able to explore and understand. You went anywhere from monasteries to Aquarian Gospel uh, to the Tibetan Book of the Dead to yoga to the many different things. The reason that the Sufi path really touched you most is what? I begin in the name of Allah the Merciful. The compassionate, Bismillah, the Rahman, the Rahim, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alamin, Ar Rahman, the Rahim, Maliki Yomadin, Iyaka na Abudu, Wa Iyaka Nastain, Edina Siratal Mustakin, Siratal Lavina, An Amta Alehim, Rairil Makdubi Alehim, I begin with the Fatiha, which is the opening. And every verse in the Holy Quran begins, except for one, with, in the name of Allah, the merciful, the compassionate. Uh, so this is really the, the essence of what has motivated my journey and which guided me through what I refer to as, as a large number of veils. I did not choose to be a Muslim. Um, we understand that all beings who are submitted to God and submitted to the will of God and in praise and celebration are in the state of Islam, which is submission or surrender to the will of God. And so we need to redefine every word that we have, that has been kind of bandied about in the media and used as a part of the system of, of covering up the truth. So my, the purpose of my book and also of my life has been to discover, uh, I, I was told very early on, that truth which would make me free. Uh, I was given a, a scroll that had an ancient man on it uh, when I was 12 years old, and it said, Seek, and the truth shall make you free. So it's that exactly what happened to me. It was that uh, thrust towards knowledge, towards loving and understanding the source of all bounty that, that motivated me to, to travel as I did from one through all the doors that I went through. And um, as you mentioned, I lived in monasteries, and I, I lived was in Berkeley in, when I was 16 and was exposed. Uh, it was the time of the 60s. I was exposed to the kind of feast of, of understandings, of, of possibilities, let's say, of paths. So you may see that in the first two or so chapters of my book, I did make that exploratory journey through um, various, the various faiths and uh, scriptures. But there was something like a uh, divine power that was moving me to toward Islam and within Islam to uh, the Sufi dimension, which is like the heart that sends 
blood to all the organs and gives, you know, inspires us to to know what we're really doing and why we were created. And I believe that's that's what motivated my journey, and it's also what inspired me to find out what I did find out. In other words, to experience that those blessings which descended upon me at every stage of the journey. Well, and what I'd like for the listeners to really get from this uh, is a few fine points, and that was that you were open enough to explore some different things and find what it is your path. And and sometimes that means we are led to a different path, and other times it means that the path that we were born with is strengthened. And it really doesn't matter. What is most important is that we find that truth, that that statement that you said in the beginning, seek the truth. And, And that is a pearl that will exist in all of the faiths, Mm -hmm. regardless of where you go, you'll find those little seeds, but we all enter our own doorway in terms of the path that we're going to follow. And I think that's the beauty of your journey, as I read through your book, is that Mm -hmm. you were open enough to say, "Let let me discover, let me explore, and then you were okay enough to say, well, maybe this isn't the one, I must continue, and the other doors would open and you would Mm -hmm. be led in a different direction. Yes, and I don't even feel that it's a different direction. And our understanding that, you know, the understanding I have come to deeply experience is that all the revelations of God are are consistent and continuous. Um, They form a continuous unfoldment of of divine knowledge. So in the Holy Quran, it tells us that we make no distinction between the messengers and we accept the totality of what has been revealed. So this is actually what what was you know I was led to this understanding that there are not many religions at war with each other, but that God the Most Merciful has revealed His message through the continuity of those He chose to send with His message to us. So I, as a seeker of truth, guided to seek for truth, found that. Each, at each doorway, I understood another dimension of, that, of the revelation. And in my case, it came to the Quran as the last revelation to complete everything that came before it. So for me, although I was born Jewish, I was born in a very liberal kind of Jewish home, and I went through the 60s in Berkeley, and I studied and searched and, you know, longed for understanding and read and was guided to greater and deeper understanding. But finally, this this understanding that all of the revelation is continuous and is complete um, came to me. And because I accept without question from a very deep place within that the Quran came at the end of the of the flow of revelation, I I cannot deny it. And so I accept all. I make no distinction between those who came to bring this beautiful message to us. Yes, and Allah is considered the merciful, the compassionate one. And um, I, I want people to understand that that name of God, that name of the divine, that is the meaning of that, and and, and not as if it's a different God, but, but yes. that God has those qualities. That is the God that, that exactly. we all pray to, and it's just named different things in different religions. Yes. And it is he who tells us that this is so primarily important to understand about him, that 
that he is the merciful and the compassionate. And as I mentioned, every surah except one of the Quran begins with these beautiful words. And it would appear that if people are not following that message, the message by which he opens every surah, every chapter of the Quran, then we're not really, we can't really say that we're following Islam or any of the revealed religions, because this is the God who created them all, and this is what he says about himself. And he also tells us that he has forbidden oppression to himself, and he forbids it to us. He forbids us to be act as oppressors of one another or ourselves. So I think we need to, to enter into this dialogue understanding the expansiveness of the invitation of God to us, who he created, understanding that he created us to love and worship him and to love and worship the one who is most merciful. And how and, do we do that? But by living in a state of love and mercy. And, and this is a true depiction of Islam, that Allah is a merciful and compassionate God, and in His name any violence or corruption or oppression that takes place is not truly of the nature of Islam. It is through our understanding and our expansion of our awareness that we can understand that peoples of the world are all part of that divine one. In the words of Sheikha Maryam Kabir Fayyeh, when we realize that our true identity as, as a seeker, a wayfarer on the path of God, we come to see more and more deeply that it is the path to which we are wed, the path to which we always return, and the path never lets us dwell in any oasis too long. However, beautiful and enchanting any experience was along the way. One can never remain there, but simply takes the essence of each experience and teaching and continue to be carried along. My guest today is Sheikha Mariam Kabir Fayeh, and she was guided from a young age to make this journey. She is a teacher, speaker, and writer on Islam and spirituality. Her book is Journey Through 10,000 Veils, The Alchemy of Transformation on the Sufi Path. You can connect with her at KashmirDream.com. We'll be right back with Sheikha Maryam. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Hi, this is Randall Libero, host of Spirit of Film Conversations. I hope you'll join me each week as I explore how movies and media are changing the way we think, live, relate, and dream. My program showcases today's independent and visionary filmmakers 
and their personal and artistic journey to bring their vision to the big screen, television, DVD, or streaming video on the Internet. We also cover subjects on new media and the Internet, tech news and developments in digital production, and about the groundbreaking ways people all over the world are creating a brighter future using the tools of streaming video, social media, and portable devices. So I hope you'll join me every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Also, check out my website at spiritoffilm.net to find out more about the show and my guests each week. And thanks for listening to Seventh Wave and Being the Change. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Step by step, I learned to walk, and word by word, I learned to talk, and sight by sight, I learned to see. I was amazed by the marvels unfolding around me, and the greatest wonder that I came to discover was the knowledge that was within me, the secrets that I brought with me when I was sent to incarnate on this earth. Everything that unfolded was a dance, an interaction between the inner world and the outer world. Where did the reality truly exist? This book is the legend of the journey of the soul in the quest of the realization of its true nature and return to its divine source. I'm reading a passage from Journey Through Ten Thousand Veils, The Alchemy of Transformation on the Sufi Path by Sheikha Maryam Kabir Fayyeh. Whether or not you are of the Islam tradition, Muslim tradition, the Christian faith, the Hindu faith, or any number of the beautiful traditions that exist on our planet. We've all had this sense of discovery, of mysticism, of unfoldment around us, of the dance that we're having and this interaction and discovery of balance between the inner world and the outer world. This book is a beautiful journey in itself of this amazing woman, but in reading it, I think you'll discover many of the nuances and mysticism that you may have gone through in your own life, and I think that's what's amazing about it. In addition, I also think it's beautiful to display and understand that it's all right to be open to the many different faiths, to dis- to discover what they have to say, and to be open to other peoples of the world so that we can learn and grow and expand in these many ways, and then come to the place where you feel comfortable with whatever faith, whatever doorway of the many doors that we have that you wish to walk through. It is about walking through the veils, and it is about discovering our own purpose and presence on this planet as we discover our own journey of the soul. Tell me what the most important part about this book was, Sheikha Mariam, in your quest around the world, what was it that you truly came home to in terms of understanding? What I do come home to every, you know, every day and moment to moment to moment is the awareness of the nearness of God to to all of us. And the, the awareness that he created us with a purpose, um, and that we have access to discovering it 
And that comes through being aware that he is with us. And that, and of course, it's not, a, there's no male or female pronoun associated with this vast, infinite, and yet infinitely near and dear and precious companion uh, to us. In other words, the one who is so beyond our comprehension is at the same time intimately related to us and inspiring us, guiding us, you know, showing us the difference, for example, between right and wrong and between good and evil, between truth and falsehood within ourselves. So I have been with Sufi Masters for now 35 years, and I am presently and, you know, deeply, deeply studying, intensively studying with Sheikh Arun Rashid Fai al-Fakir, um, who comes from Senegal, West Africa, from a very, very holy, inspired family. And through this, the training that I've uh, been undergoing by the grace of God, who willed each of us to know as much as we possibly could of Him, I, I have, uh, you know, discovered, as you said, and I said, the doorways that lead on the journey to Him. And that goes through, you know, there are many, many different levels. There is, in our, in our Sufi practices, there's the purification of the heart, the purification, the purification of the self, the purification of the heart, the purification of the soul. So these are stages that are like doors. And as I've gone, been traveling through the doors, um, I find that I am entering into deeper and deeper experience of the proximity of, of the divine, of the beloved. And then I come to understand what it is that he intends me to do. And one of the things that I did today, for example, is that um, I went to prison where I go every week, and miracles took place today in, in that space. You know, one of the things that, that we realize as we are graced and blessed and given knowledge is that there's, we don't hold it for ourselves. That's why I wrote the book. It's because I have to share celebrate the praise of God in such a way that it, in that it animates the longing for truth in every other one who's seeking for it. And that's where, why I go into the prison uh, to teach and go around the world to wherever I'm invited and open the door of my heart to everyone who's knocking and asking that says, do not turn the, the supplicator away unheard. So wherever you go in your journey, the more that you are given, the more you have to give, and the more responsibility you have to give. So I think it's that dynamic. It's going between the innermost realms where God makes us know His, his being within us and that with our heart is beating because of that, our, we see because of that, our eyes are able to see because of that, we hear because of that. And then we learn to pray because of that. The more deeply we go into the prayer, the more that we are uplifted into realms that we could never imagine. The more that we personally make this journey, the more that we love the, the other beings that, with whom we share this existence, and we care so deeply that the, particularly those who are sincerely searching find uh, the path itself upon which they can walk. And as you realize that you're not here for melodrama and, 
and, uh, you know, worldly striving. But to know that you're a traveler on this journey, the more that you see the horizon opening up for you. And the Quran also tells us that you should, that we must behold the signs of God as they are continuously manifesting both in the horizons and within ourselves. So I think it's that, that interaction between the inner and the outer while being in the consciousness that God is with us and guiding us, uh, that makes life an eternal journey for us and helps us to realize that we are here for each other on the way as we travel. That and was certainly really beautifully... Who I met were, gave me so much, and because of that, I am absolutely sensitive and concerned that, that I become the most effective vehicle for transmitting that knowledge. That was beautifully said, Sheikha Maryam. I want to ask a question that I'm sure a lot of listeners have right now, and I know that through the book I read, and you seem to navigate life staying wholly devoted to your spiritual nature and path, yet you were engaged with the worldly practical side of life as well. And that's often a struggle for a lot of people. They don't know how to balance that, and too many people are living their life and trying to fit the spirituality in rather than realizing that all Mm -hmm. of that encompasses our spiritual life and our journey. So talk a little bit about how you would navigate and balance and keep mindful of of that spirituality even in the midst of the the regular day-to-day and and, and normal things that pop up in our lives. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, as I mentioned, when I was very young, the message came to me, the, the scroll was delivered, and it said, Seek and the truth shall make you free, and it had an ancient uh, person, an ancient pilgrim on a path. And at that moment, what happened to me is that I realized that was the real nature of my life. And that's who I really was. I was 12 years old, but I said, you know what? That ancient man is me. And other people listening may be thinking that they have had that realization also, that they came here, you know, on a journey. And that, what, so at that moment in my life, the... The, my wor- any worldly perspective I had was kind of like dispelled instantly by the understanding of the pilgrimage or journey itself. And that has been the truth for me all along, that I keep coming back to that. In my early days in India, I traveled extensively by myself. I never talked, I didn't speak any words to anyone for long periods of time. And really, my only con- companion was the divine guide. So that's what he willed for me to realize, is that the deepest and best of, of companionship for me was with the, the one who created me. And I want to encourage other people to understand that. In Islam, we pray five times a day, number one, and then there are also extra ways of praying. Some of it is called uh, zikr or remembrance. So we have built into our life this pattern of existence, which constantly goes back to God, which constantly reimmerses us in the awareness that this is the true nature of our being. We were created by the one most merciful, and he says, I created you really exclusively to worship and love and know me. And these are all passages of Quran that are not being broadcast on the news except in programs like this. And, and for me, it, it was these, these illuminating realities that have 
come to life word by word you know, to make me know that I, that, that I must pray regularly and as much as I can. And not only that, not to get caught up in the illusions of the world. This is even probably more relevant to some of the listeners, that whatever your path is, remember why you were, what the real purpose of your existence is, and that our purpose is to worship the one who created us. So as soon as you remember that point, any moment of your life, you, you get aligned properly with the source. And, and my guest today is Sheikha Maryam Kabir Faye. This act of bowing down, of stopping in the middle of any journey to praise the Creator was not something she learned about in a book. It was a reality that her soul witnessed. It was an awakening for the soul, an invitation to pray. Maryam's book is entitled Journey Through 10,000 Veils, The Alchemy of Transformation on the Sufi Path. It is the winner of the best book for spirituality at the 2010 Paris Book Festival, the USA Book News National Best Book 2009 Award for Spirituality, the best genre-based book in 2009. It is a wonderfully award-winning book that truly takes you deep into the journey through 10,000 veils. You can connect with Sheikha Maryam at KashmirDream.com, and if you're interested in attending a web that she's having this weekend, you can email her at baraka at verizon.net, B-A-R-A-K-A-H at verizon.net. We'll be right back with Sheikha Maryam Kabir Faye and Journey Through 10,000 Veils. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you feeling slammed and suckered in today's stock market? If so, then you need to tune in to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Jordan Kimmel will train you in what you can do to beat up the big boys on Wall Street, as well as share his secrets to success so that you can buy and sell like a profit-pumping pro. Grab the bull market by the horns and listen to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network.
listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Welcome back. My guest today is Sheikha Mariam Kabir Faye, and we're discussing her award-winning book, Journey Through 10,000 Veils, The Alchemy of Transformation on the Sufi Path. Mariam, uh, I would like to understand or help people to understand if they're not familiar with what the Sufi Path represents. What is the very nature of being a Sufi practitioner or Sufi uh, on the Sufi Path? Mm-hmm. Well, Sufism and Islam for me, are integrally wedded. And Sufism is like the heart that sends blood to the whole organism. Uh, Sufism is the mystical dimension of Islam, and it is linked with that reality in, in other faiths. But as, we say, as I mentioned earlier, for me, I was uh, studying each and every one of them that I could, you know, discover on my journey. And because the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, came as the last of those sent, um, it was necessary for me, as a mystic, to realize that I was also a Muslim, that is one submitted to the will of the all-merciful Creator that sent all of these messengers to us. Now, my experience with Sufi Masters is that it has taken me deeper and deeper, the practices that we have, which include in intensive retreats and a lot of uh, remembrance, a lot of um, self-analysis, uh, as, in, as I mentioned, purification on the journey. So these practices that are, that are known within Sufi Taritas are ways of deepening and deepening our practice of prayer, um, which you described uh, beautifully in my passage from my book. Um, I was in the middle of the desert of Afghanistan when uh, the bus stopped and all the people on the bus got off and put out their prayer mats and bowed down to the Creator of all. And that was one of the most mystical experiences then and now of my life. And um, that is the regular Muslim practice of, of Salat, or prostration. And uh, the Sufi teaching, for me, has helped me to understand all of the uh, duties and all of the blessings within this last revelation from a deeper and deeper level. So there are, um, it's a path in which uh, the guide is very important, and it's very important to have a real uh, guide that is someone who has completed or made the journey, to, brought the journey to completion so that he can pass that on to the student. And that has been my experience. I have been, I've received this kind of guidance um, on the ever-deepening journey, and I want to encourage people to seek that guidance that will, as we said, make them free. And what would make us free? It is only, you know, returning back to our Lord, and we request that it be in a state of being pleased and, and well-pleasing. So one more thing I want to talk about is how 
Sufism and Islam and the journey itself prepare us to to return, you know, to for the last day and for what comes to us in the next world. And uh, all of these practices that I have learned and have, you know, uh, taken deeply to heart have been ways of understanding how important every moment is in our life, how every action that we do is, is so significant. And it says to, the Quran tells us that on the last day, every, every good action that you have done you will see, and every action that's not so good. So all of this teaching is telling us to be conscious of our true nature, to understand why we were created, and to learn what we can do to make us fulfill the purpose of our existence, why the Creator Most Merciful brought us here and where we're going from here. So both uh, Islam and Sufism have been the guide, you know, the guides for me, the, the ways of, of realizing so many different dimensions of, of my own existence and the existence of others. Wonderful, and you speak about the heart being the, the core of the Sufi practice and, and the Islam faith, and I know just in terms of chakra systems and in many other faiths, the heart really is that doorway between the physical and the spiritual, and you spoke in the last segment about purification of the heart, the self, and the soul. I'd like for you to go a little deeper into that and, and talk about what that really means, whether you're of the Islam faith or just a person that is becoming more conscious, committed mm-hmm. to their spiritual path. How do we purify the heart, the self, and the soul? Mm-hmm. And I put it in the wrong order because the self is first. We call it nafs. The next is heart. We call it kalb. And the last is ruh. And um, so as you, first of all, the first thing that you must be aware of is that you're on the journey itself. And then to become aware of where you are or who you are on the path. So what has been valid for me from the beginning to the end is a practice that's called in Arabic muraqaba, which is reflection or contemplation. And it's an assessment process. You, have, you discover what within yourself, let's say, is really worshiping God. What within us is really dedicated to, to that divine purpose, and what within us is seeking some other end or, or you know, uh, uh, goal. So when you start to, like, go through the process of purification, the things that are less, less real, less pure, less devoted to the ultimate truth kind of stand out as, as veils or obscurities that are covering over that beautiful essence of truth which is shining within you. And when you look into the eyes of very small children, you can, you know, many of them are just shining, babies especially. You can kind of see that light of the essence before it has been covered up. So what I want to advise myself and others is to seek the deeper and deeper levels of the divine presence within ourselves, and hold that as a light within us that will expose the falsehood, will dispel the falsehood. Um, I was making an interview in Voice of America, uh, the, the um, VOA, and I was walking down the, the corridor um, of this huge hall where all the leaders of the world, especially of America, the, the heads of state or the different 
politicians who were photographed. And I had, I felt like I was a small child holding a lit candle, holding a candle that was lit. And I felt that that light of this knowledge and truth could illuminate any, any dark room, any space, any dimension of obscurity, including what goes on in, in, you know, politics or in obscure religion, in, in any kind of oppressive situation, my understanding and experience has been that each and every one of us, and it might be, first of all, we have to realize that the, the oppressive force is within us, not necessarily without. And then our task is to find that vibrating resonance that is actually God's living presence within us and, and allow it to dispel the falsehood. So... Um, in my case, regular prayer, regular remembrance, and, and then what goes through it all is just believing truly in God, believing that God is, is all present with us, ever present, ever present with us on deeper and deeper levels of our being. Now, when we're fighting a battle that we cannot win by ourselves, and that's generally the case, we, we re- call upon the one alone who can really transform everything. And so it's that perspective that I want to transmit, the perspective that each and every person listening was created by the one and only God that I'm speaking of and you're speaking of, and that when the more we believe, the more that we submit, the more that we love that, the one who created us, the more that the, the veils will be lifted, and we will gain the discernment to understand what is more truthful and real within us from the things that are covering it up. And so that is that introspection and meditation and prayer, that very much is the purification of the self. And is, does that mm-hmm. also go into the purification of the heart and the soul, or are there yes. additional steps that can be taken to, to go deeper? It's actually a very complex science. It's called Tassawuf, and it has many, many dimensions. I'm summarizing it in one second. But in reality, uh, when you look at the Quran, for example, it tells you that the, the heart is suffering, uh, the heart of human beings are suffering from many different kinds of diseases. Sometimes the heart is, is dead, sometimes it is ill, or sometimes it is oppressed. You know, there are many different ways that the heart can be uh, separated from the source of, of joy and peace and love, which is God. And so the Sufi path, from my own experience, humbly speaking, is that is a, uh, a journey through many, many stages of, of uh, inner and outer work. It's partly within, there are, there are retreats of purification, and then when you come out of that, you, go, you have to be conscious of every living being that you encounter to make sure that the benefits that have come to you will be transmitted even to the person asking you for a dollar at Dunkin' Donuts. My guest today is Sheikha Mariam Kavir Faye, and she has written Journey Through 10,000 Veils, The Alchemy of Transformation on the Sufi Path. You can connect with her at KashmirDream.com, and if you'd like to attend a webcast this weekend, you can email her at Baraka at Verizon.net, B-A-R-A-K-A-H at Verizon.net. Another paragraph inside of this wonderful book from Sheikha Mariam is 
what I learned about the nature of true Islam from the people of God I was destined to meet. Those who are in a state of true Islam do not bow down, beseeching God to destroy others and then get up from prayer intent to kill. For just as the Bible says, thou shalt not kill, so does the Holy Quran say, if you kill one person, it is as if you have killed all of humanity. We are many peoples that are facing a tall mountain, and that which we seek is at the tip of that mountain. However, there are many ladders that we can climb to get there. We each have a different path, a different ladder for which we use to reach the top of that mountain. But none is less than the other. None is more beautiful or less beautiful. They are all simply paths. We'll be right back with Sheikha Maryam Kabir Fayeh and Journey Through 10,000 Veils. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Hello, I'm David Cordani, CEO of Cigna, a proud sponsor of the March of Dimes March for Babies. Helping babies was an easy decision for Cigna. Over the past 17 years, we've teamed up with the March of Dimes to help moms have healthy pregnancies and save babies' lives. Together, we'll continue to fight premature birth and birth defects. Join the people of Cigna and teams from 20,000 other companies who are walking together for stronger, healthier babies. Jumpstart your team at marchforbabies.org. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network.
listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Journey Through 10,000 Veils, The Alchemy of Transformation on the Sufi Path is an in-depth account of the inner and outer journey of the soul on the path of return to its Lord. Sheikha Maryam Kabir Fai was guided in her journey of profound transformation and illumination to many extraordinary places on earth and to the realization of the deep truth that all lives are totally interconnected and united. This book is a significant and revealing social commentary which dispels as well many other myths and stereotypes such as the proposition that women are oppressed in Islam and that Islam is a religion of terror. On the contrary, it is by entering into the heart of Islam that the author was liberated, elevated, and empowered to serve the Creator and His creation with even deeper sincerity and illumined faith. I'd like to read you one last passage that I found truly beautiful. Throughout my childhood, I was aware of the existence of subtle realms, realities, and beings other than those of the apparent world in which I was living. I saw in one of many dreams that I was standing in the middle of a circle of seven ancient men who were blowing upon me, blessing and initiating me. This dream revealed the truth that I would meet such beings of light who would initiate and lead me with the light of guidance. Even at this time, the spirit of guidance was manifesting in the outer world just as it was within, and various people appeared as beacons in my life, exemplifying the message my father was singing about, the message of universal love, justice, unity, and peace, which already truly singing in my heart. Uh, Sheikha Maryam, I have a couple of questions. We have just a few minutes left. And probably um, the two most important ones I'm going to ask first would be, what was the most trying experience through your journey, and how was that your greatest lesson? You know, I'm overwhelmed by joy at this moment in such a way that I cannot see it anymore. The light of the reality has made itself the nature of my being, and the difficulty was just absorbed into it. You know, it was just, it was so necessary. It was like, let me say this, this process of more or less giving ourselves up is like diving as a bubble into the sea. And that's somehow the answer that I have to that. Um, and it's such also... an answer of hope. I mean, because so many people, they're in the midst of their chaos or they're in the mix, midst of, let's say, the dark night of the soul, and yeah. they think there's no way out. Yeah. But to hear that the place that you end up is, is light and love and hope and that there really is this place of peace where all of those situations kind of just wash into and become part of that ocean, that's truly yeah. beautiful. Yes, and it's a matter of understanding who you really are and letting go of the limited self, letting it go each phase of the journey. It's just, you know, you go on to another place and you will never go back to the water that you were in before as the stream flows on. So when you, I, I focus with people on 
trying to have them, you know, in painting the mural of their life, find the most beautiful and holy experience that they can identify with. And that's the power that we have to dispel the illusory darkness. So that's kind of the way I'm answering the question. Um, and, and at this point, when I wrote the book, almost every difficulty disappeared from my sight because of the, the, the power of what had happened, the power of the transformation. But alchemy is a power, is a an act of, of transformation, and you have to go into the fire. And all of us are in that fire at one time or another, in one way or another. And for me, the understanding is the fire is actually light. And mm. there's something in the Quran which says, and then I say it every day, many, many times a day, and it says, surely with difficulty comes ease. Mm. So I want to encourage people, whatever difficulty they might be in, seek for the ease, seek for the grace, seek for the light of God that is illuminating your heart even as you burn. And making it gold, it takes you from lead to gold. So at this point, when, I, when you're asking me the question, I really see the outcome of the alchemy more than the agony of jumping into that fire. Absolutely. And, and I'd like to ask you also, now more than ever we need to know, you know what, what the greatest misconception about the Quran is or about the Muslim faith. And, I, and it's going to have to be a really short answer, I'm afraid, but tell us what that misconception is so that we can let ourselves let that go. Right. You've already mentioned it, and I have mentioned it. And I think if we stay totally focused on uh, what Allah told us himself, that in the beginning of every chapter of the Quran, that he is the merciful, the compassionate, that if all of us who are Muslim remember that, and everyone else remembers that, and if we join together as creations of the one most merciful to manifest that mercy, to manifest that light, to, to seek what, his guidance in understanding how he wills us to do this, how he wills us to be representatives of his love in this universe so that the people one by one can make this passage from the difficulty to the ease, from the darkness to the light. Thank you so much, Sheikha Mariam, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. The book is Journey Through 10,000 Veils, The Alchemy of Transformation on the Sufi Path. And the website is KashmirDream.com, K-A-S-H-M-I-R-D-R-E-A-M. Join me next week when we have Gotham Chopra talking about the, the seven spiritual laws of success, superhero style. We'll be back next week. Until then, be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.